Pleasant good day, Sylvia. How are you today? I'm doing so well today, Antonio. How are you today? I am great because I have a lovely guest this afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Both of us have the same time, Canada time, Trader and Tobago time. So, Sylvia, <laughs> you're welcome. I would like to ask you, our topic today is the ability to deal with people within the sales and marketing industry. We know in certain organizations or every organization, they always have, you know, conflicts and always have misinformation and not transparency within the work industry. So, you know, tell us, you know, be empathetic about when you work with an organization, what you realize that, you know, you could not maybe dealt with this one or you could have dealt with that person, but they now could not deal with you. So somebody that couldn't deal with me, uh, sorry, say that one more time. Yes. Yeah, so, so let's say like you're working in an industry and maybe you saw someone who could not deal with you or, you know, or vice versa. <laughs> so that's a, that's actually a very common um, problem or that's a very common <laughs> thing that we deal with because not every single person is going to want to deal with us and vice versa. So I think the biggest thing that comes to play here is having a huge open mind, listening and just being present. You just really have to understand how to work with that person. So for an example, if you already have a thought in your head, if you already have my script, this is how I'm going to talk to somebody mm -hmm. that doesn't always work. You're not, not everybody is one size fits all into that script. So when you are dealing with somebody that's kind of that outlier, that's not, you know, your norm, you do have yeah. to really think about how this person reacts to you and you have mm -hmm. to play off of that in order to, you know, go in a good direction so that you are able to cooperate properly. Okay. Awesome. And I read this book, how to win and influence friends. I believe <laughs> that's it. Yes. And in that Dale, book, yes. Yeah. In, in that book, um, the author was talking about this guy who was able to gain so much money in terms of he being having the ability to deal with people. And because how he could have deal with customers and deal with workers, he was given a humongous, um, a humongous pay that only him was able to have that idea that psychological aspect to deal with customers and also staff so that they now will always be able to close sales understand the customer not lie to the customer and always keep that level of integrity loyalty towards the business and i believe as sales professionals we need to know how to deal with people and not just within our working environment but how to deal with our customers because the, few, the fortune is in the follow-up, not in the sale itself. Because yes, you can sell to someone, but if you do not follow up with that individual, then after now, you are not being, you know, that transparent, that person after care service you want provider that you should be. Oh, of course, of course. I think that you're completely right. If you are able to be like that person, you're able to sell to everybody that you are worth quite a lot because not everybody is able to do that. Some people can't handle criticism too well. Some people can't handle, you know, tough situations too well. They panic. So, you know, not everyone is capable of handling 
every single person out there. So I completely agree with you on that one. Okay, thank you. So how you, was your sales role, your, your previous sales role, or maybe your current sales role, how has you been able to evolve as a young lady into the sales arena? So I have a very lengthy experience with sales, actually. I, uh, <laughs> I started uh, working, well, funny enough, right? You can't, you can't tell I look, I look a lot younger than <laughs> I look younger than what I am. Um, so I started working very, very early on in my life because I was just so motivated to make money and, you know, mm -hmm. own nice things. And so I started off in customer service jobs where eventually I was led to opportunities to sell. So one of my first um, jobs that I sold something, a product was jewelry. And mm -hmm. it was fascinating because so many different people need that product, right? Yeah. So you're selling to younger people, you're selling to older individuals, you're selling to males, females, you know, you're selling to people that only want to buy it at a certain time of the year, like Christmas, mm -hmm. but that you know, there are people that are just passing by. So you do have to kind of come into that with an open perspective. Then after that, I, um, I ended up selling a few more products. And I recently I left my job where I was uh, doing sales and marketing for a gluten free flour company. And so that was a very special product and it was a, like a premium product because the average price of flour you know your typical baking flour versus yeah. gluten free stuff it was a substantial difference right so you had to target a complete different audience not the average joe so that <laughs> experience with working with so many different people has really taught me that you just need to find that connection. You need to listen because everybody, everybody wants to buy. Trust me, everybody wants yeah, to buy. Everybody. It's, that's that's the thing. It's not, it's not that. It's just how do you sell, right? So I do think mm -hmm. it's creating that authentic relationship with your customer, whether you are selling a product on the street and you're there for five minutes, or you are building that rapport and working with an individual a client for a while you know you have mm -hmm. to really listen to exactly what their needs are excuse your product because you may think you have the best product ever but the thing is if that person doesn't need your product then at the end of the day it doesn't really matter does it you have to really ensure that you are selling something that they need so that's yes. the thing that's where listening really really comes a play comes into play with you know trying to sell yeah product or the and service the, the best way to sell is not to sell i agree exactly exactly oh exactly yeah. i would say so yeah the best way to sell is to just engage engage in a conversation mm -hmm. think about what the person is saying because i have had so many instances where i get a phone call and I'm like two minutes in, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I just, I can see right <laughs> through you. It's so transparent, right? Everybody yeah. has been in that experience that they know that <laughs> they're going to be <laughs> sold a product and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But when someone actually is genuine to you, I think that's, and you know, empathetic to you as a person, that's when I think you can have that real connection and then mm -hmm. start talking about your product, your service and so on. Brian Tracy said it best, 
he said, approach each customer with the idea of solving a problem, not of selling a product or service. And it's all about helping. And the best way to sell is to sell the benefits of the product. Everybody have a product or a service to sell, but what am I benefiting out of it? Right? WIFM, what's in it for me? That's the best radio station. What's there for me? You know, so the best way to sell is basically taking the product if it is a is a um, tangible product and go to the customer and show them why it is that you need my product, not why I should sell you product, why you need my product. And everyone always try to sell to, in the sense of telling someone to how to increase their revenue. But if you flip the script and let them know, I am showing you how not to lose revenue by you purchasing this product because of the benefits of the product you flip the script and that way now you are selling him without even he knowing or she knowing that they already purchased the product exactly exactly i completely agree with you so right now i moved from product selling to service selling because okay. um, i wanted to kind of combine all my passions I have mm -hmm. a background in teaching. I, um, you know, I have the background in sales and marketing and I am also bilingual. So I'm at this point that, okay, well, I like what I do. I like, I love connecting with people. That's my biggest thing. I love talking to people so, so much. So I think to myself, well, what can I do? And then I create a, a service where I work with sales and marketing individuals who don't have the best English and I help them basically feel more confident, be able to communicate clearly. And mm -hmm. I, I love what I'm doing right now. And it's so great because I'm, I'm not, this isn't for everybody. This program that I have is not for everybody. And I'm so aware of that and so okay with that because at the end of the day, I want to work with somebody that wants or needs services like that, right? So I'm not going in through DMs and writing to every single person. Hey, um, I think you're a great prospect. Um, I have something. You're, you're really going to benefit from it. Mm -hmm. No, I, I talk to individuals that I think, okay, well, what you're from a foreign country. Well, how was your experience? All right. Are you struggling? What do you want in life? Do you want a, you know, better career options? Do you want to secure your job? Do you want to advance? Awesome. That's where I come into play. I want to help you. Not, I have a service and you will benefit from it. No, you're just completely disengaged at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with you because right now, um, SaaS companies are the best software as a service. A lot of companies are selling services because the overheads is not much you know and you can hire someone virtually to basically provide the service to individuals on a global scale so in the next five years researchers have said that um software as a service companies will be trillion dollar companies because everybody wants to purchase a software and it's not that expensive you know you're saving a lot as you being a startup bringing out a company your overhead is not much but your revenue is great so that, that's like the new norm and all, like this pandemic has shown us too that we have to be health conscious we have to make sure and sanitize and always you know keep our health in the right place because your health is basically your wealth because if it is that you are unhealthy 
how would you perform effectively and efficiently in a sales job? So I will tell anyone to always exercise because when you exercise now, you know, you pump that blood in your system and that's what makes the body, the heart grooves and your thinking capacity will broaden and you will be much better in anything that you do, not in even selling, but in terms of your family life, you know, the work life, everything basically. So it's just a holistic approach when it is that you are trying to increase your career. You never see anyone who is a top leader who maybe is obese and is doing a great job. They always seen healthy professionals, owners of companies, because that would make you be able to, you know, come up with greater ideas. You know, you, you could go the extra mile when someone who's obese might go for six hours, somebody who is fit may go for 12 hours. You know, so these are the of things course. that we have. To, yeah, for sure. I think, for sure, for sure. I think, yeah, I think you can't really have a healthy, you know, I think when it comes to doing this on your own, I think that having like a healthy approach to your diet, your lifestyle is so vital because as much as you can grind every single day, wake up at five, mm -hmm. wake up at four, whatever, you can work those 12 hours. If you're just not treating yourself well, if you're not putting in, yeah, like you mentioned the like a holistic approach, you know, mm -hmm. being mindful is a huge thing. Meditation, mindfulness, that all comes into play. I, I personally value my health so much. I know for a fact when things are slipping, when I'm, when I'm not even able to really have good conversations with individuals, when I'm not prioritizing myself and my health, because then I become irritable. I become annoyed. I become, my, my thoughts are so short. I'm not able to truly listen mm -hmm. sit and engage with what you're saying right so like you mentioned I, I i go to the gym that's my little happy sanction that's where i go and, yes you know release my anger i uh, i fuel my body with everything that i need that it needs not you know mm -hmm. this junk food and stuff so i'm able to wake up and have that energy because we need that energy you need the right energy towards all of this i am sorry Correct. but you can't you can't you can't just be like you have to have a personality and i think i'm a very bubbly person i'm such an energetic person and i i think that that is due to the way that i take care of myself because i'm happy i'm yes. i love what i do and it all you're happy you're happy yeah. internally you're happy internally and that comes out externally to individuals so they see that glow within you you know when they watch you externally but you have that internal happiness and that is something that what you input and basically Precisely yeah you have to input that happiness into you it wouldn't show just so i think that that's also very vital in terms of tying it into you know our conversation because why especially with a service-based um you know when you are working with one person one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. when you think about how no matter how great your service is do you truly want to spend let's hypothetically say 10 hours working with an individual that may have the best service ever. You're going to be amazing after it. You're going to be this great salesman. You're going to be a great marketer. The branding is going to be on point, but they suck to work with. You dread it. Like you think in your head, I'll do the homework afterwards. Sure. I'll make mm -hmm. notes. I'll apply everything. But then you log in into that zoom session or whatever you choose, you know, the platform and you mm -hmm. log in and you're talking to this person and it's just, nothing's going through your head you're just you know you're listening to them but you're not listening to them you're just waiting for the conversation to be over great yes. you can apply these services afterward you know their services afterwards but at the end of the day 
I think that it is, it all ties in together. A happy, healthy mind will make your business thrive so, so, so much more. <laughs> and, and energy is so important. It's like, if it is, I am coming to meet you in your office and I open the door and as I open the door and I greet you, I feel that negative energy from you. That energy is transferable. So it will transfer to me. And then after our communication would not be at our best because it's negative energy from you coming onto me. So you know not giving me great information and I know not giving you great feedback. So you always want to have positive energy because it is transferable. So when someone brings their negative energy, no, you transfer that note into positive energy. Then that way, no, you can reverse that person negative energy and bring even positive energy towards them. So a good salesman is a cheerful person. Oh, 100%, 100%. And it's funny mm -hmm. that you mentioned that because you can have the slightest interaction with a negative person prior to, let's say, a meeting and you're on this meeting and all of a sudden your head is in a place that if that interaction didn't happen, that five minute interaction didn't happen, mm -hmm. the meeting could have gone completely, completely different. So what yes. could have been a very successful call, what could have been, you know, a very successful pitch is all shoved away because you're thinking, well, no, no, no. And when you start thinking no, which no doesn't always mean bad, but in this particular so case, no is not like negativity is so much easier, unfortunately, to soak up than positivity because you can have, you know, all this positivity and then you can have that one snowflake of negativity and it's just so contagious and irritating. So I do think focusing on, I believe in myself, like I know it sounds so silly, but daily affirmations. I believe in what I do. I believe in myself. I believe mm -hmm. in others. I'm a person that brings something to the room. I deserve to be there. It's I, I know a lot of people do think it's like very cliche or it sounds very silly, mm -hmm. but I do think having that mindset is so beautiful because you can come in and you know, you'll have that negative Betty over there, but then negative Betty doesn't matter because you have this, you know, optimistic Sally, right? So yeah, kind of counter that in that way. <laughs> yeah, um, what you said here, it, it, it is true. And the whole idea about it is that you now have to know how to train your mind, right? Train your mind in such a way when that negative energy comes now, you now have to know how to conquer that and to, bring that positivity. So it's all about you each day training your mind that no matter what comes your way, you will always remain positive. And once you implement that in your system, because what you consume is what you will output, you know? So oh, it, sales is basically a psychological, psychological um, way of doing things. You know, it's not just about the technological aspect. Technology is there for us to leverage, to increase sales, but it's all about you getting into the customer mind, understanding the customer, being empathetic, putting yourself in the customer's shoes, because if I'm going to sell this customer that product, I must be confident in the product that I'm selling. And if it is now that I, for myself, was not going to purchase the product, why am I selling you that product? Thank you. That is the exactly that. I Welcome. love that line because how can you sell something to another human being when you have mm -hmm. no belief in yourself? That's the thing. <laughs> so how true. Can, 
like, how can you have this beautiful thing here? And you're like, oh, yeah. and then, oh, hey, you want to buy it. Okay, <laughs> sure. Let's, you know, let's make it, let's market it all beautiful. That's where, that's why I really like both marketing and sales. And I think that yes. they're so, they play such a key, you know, they bounce off what, each other because. What I will tell you, Sylvia, that's interjecting for one minute. The modern day sales professional is a marketer because you have to market yourself before you could sell the product you market before yourself so if you are a sales professional and you can't market yourself how would you sell your courses how would you sell your product you are basically counting on someone to market that for you when you could have developed that skill and make the sale a soft sell because when you build that digital presence which we are utilizing right now you know being on yeah. video showing people who we are because the best way to show somebody who you are is basically on video that is the next thing into in person conversation because how we are on video is essentially how we will be in real life scenario right so exactly. the modern day sales professional have to be a marketer why some people courses are not selling because they don't know how to market why some people products are not selling or businesses because they don't know how to market so when you have a marketing department and a sales department know they have to come together it's supposed to be sales and marketing department not marketing and sales across they know they work together it's supposed to be oh, in one area yeah or one office of course, yeah. of course it's it's funny though because i guess it's so easy to as much as you and i very much see the cohesiveness in that it's so easy to think sales and numbers and then marketing and creativity you know like how creative can you express yourself in order to draw somebody whereas sales mm -hmm. it's i guess in a way also communication how well you can communicate with, uh, in order to sell somebody so i think that when a company does have a cohesive sales and marketing department and they do work together you're you're like you're likely to thrive so much more yeah you know? sure and, that that works like for us too you know i i work for myself this is my own business i am my sales mm -hmm. marketing financial everything team you know so <laughs> yeah I, um, <laughs> so i i i have to know i can't just you know rely on okay well i have a strong suit in this well no it doesn't really work that way i have to be able to brand myself in order for people to mm -hmm. want to use my services for them me to have a conversation to even see if my services apply to it's a process it's not mm -hmm. a, you know it's not a one-step thing it's a multiple step process so i i completely agree with you on that one there <laughs> thank you very much and you know before i close right or before we close um linkedin is a cool mind platform and for those out there who don't know how to utilize linkedin you should definitely try each and every day to check out the new features to do you know linkedin training reach out to sylvia or myself you know because linkedin is not giving you only job opportunities it's giving you opportunities that if you are a service provider you could get so many business no other platform where all the decision makers the ceos the managers of companies are on Right? I was able to train a company from Pakistan and I love Trinidad. And that is so great to know that is you are not limited. You know, technology is there for you now to leverage to increase your sales, you know, to increase your exposure, 
basically your net work of people is your net worth and in closing sylvia what are the last words that you would like to tell the audience today well i think one of my biggest things that i always talk about is my network is my community i i really i support my community i don't just look at it as a connection i don't just connect with you you know i mm -hmm. want to really engage with you and support with you and that's why like you mentioned before linkedin isn't just a job hiring platform there's so much more to it you can truly connect with individuals that you know it'll open so much doors for both you and that person i mean mm -hmm. if linkedin wasn't the way it was you and i wouldn't be having this conversation so sure. right now so yeah you know mississauga here and then you're halfway across the world for me so <laughs> <laughs> well well no way is far again it's just a plane ticket away you know traveling now come like you're taking a taxi from one point to the next because today when you maybe talk to a friend there in canada tomorrow in the uk from the uk in the us then after they're back you know they come to our next country so it's like we are not limited anymore it's our minds that are limited precisely yes exactly it's a limited a limiting belief you so are true. able to do as much as you can with regards to how much you think you can do so if you wake up every mm -hmm. single morning and you tell yourself a simple thing of i can and i will well there you go it's a great start and you know it can only it can only be better from there <laughs> so true so thanks having you um sylvia um powell said i'm here i listen i like the conversation and thank you for listening and thank you that you like both of us conversations sylvia and i and Part two, Sylvia, what do you say? Sometime you will do a part two? Oh, of course. I would be so happy and thrilled. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. I would love that. Okay. There's so much there's so much uh, that we can cover here, you know. I just and like yeah, I mentioned so much. before. I always I always love to chat about this. When you're passionate about something, you can spend hours talking about it and it's you know, so true. So true. <laughs> so true. And and that we know it's always I if I was an HR professional, what I will do is hire the right attitude and not the right aptitude. Because you can have the aptitude, but if you don't have the attitude, you will never be able to scale my business to the way that I would like it or become the best version of yourself. So for all those HR professionals out there, don't study the aptitude, study the right attitude. Thank you.